Ho, ho, ho there. I'm Dave Holmes, and welcome to Troubled Waters, the show that treats popular culture as the most important kind of culture because, well, usually it's the one that bums you out the least, but I watched the White Lotus finale last night, and let me tell you something. I got a little tense. I got a little sad. I got a little emotional. All right, well, let's not dwell. Back in the before times, Troubled Waters would pit two teams of comedians against each other in a pop culture battle royale. Ah, teams. Remember those? But now, teaming up with another person who is not in your quarantine pod is somehow still at the end of 2022. Uh, not cool. It's 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 more frowned upon than trying to play Wham's Last Christmas at people who are trying to <laughs> stop from getting whammy boodled or whatever the fucking thing is. What is that? Whatever. Anyway. Now, mm-hmm. <laughs> it is one comedian against another. We'll come back around to that. To win this battle, each comic will be called upon to use their smarts, their rhetorical skills, maybe their great comebacks they have been saving to earn the coveted Troubled Waters title, Pundit Emeritus, which will automatically give their opinion on whether the three ghosts who visit Elon Musk this Christmas Eve are just going to be too exhausted by his personality to try to fix him. (laughs) More weight than a civilian's. You are listening to Troubled Waters. And it is a beautiful holiday-themed Troubled Waters as we as we prepare for Santa Claus to come down the chimney. Let us meet our players. Our first contestant is a comic who hosts the podcast Stinkers. It's Caroline Cotter. Hello. How are you? Hi. I'm good. I'm mm. good. You're in Los you know, Angeles. Yeah, believe it or not, in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Well, barely, Okay, I great. Say. Great. It, yes. dips, it dips into the 40s sometimes. Sometimes you wake up in the morning and it's very, very cold. I know. And I'm just like a weak person in general. Yeah. I think I have really I weak skin. So mm. um, it, I'm starting end? from a disadvantage. Yeah, exactly. I understand. Yeah, I understand. So, yeah. That's difficult. That's difficult. Thank but you me. know what? Thank Los you. Angeles life is quite easy in every other aspect. <laughs> in so, every other way. Yeah. In ev- literally every other aspect. It's yeah. like mm. kind of a dream. Somebody the other day, uh, and, and I can't believe I've been there 20 years and I've never heard it said so succinctly and perfectly, uh, Los Angeles is a couch. It's a couch yeah, that exactly. you come out and you plop right down on. And it's like, it's a comfy couch. So it's hard mm-hmm. to get up. And you're like, I'm going to get up in a little bit. But you never do. It's a couch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm firmly the in the couch right now. Firmly in the comfy couch. Yeah. Uh, Caroline Cotter, thank you so much for being here. Our yeah, second contestant, also a comic. You can catch his one-man show, That's So Taven, all around New York City. It is Andrew Taven. Hello, Andrew. Hello. Thanks for you? having me. I'm doing good. Good. I, uh, I am recording this from New York. I'm uh, making a little holiday trip out to the city to roam around, look at the, look at the tree, look at the windows, you know, catch a, catch a little dose of holiday spirit. How, how's your season coming along? It's coming along pretty good, pretty good. You know, it's, it hasn't been quite L.A. cold over here, but uh, Thank you. we're still managing. Yeah, we, we were having this discussion that's... Uh, it's but, proper um, cold. It's proper, like the 20s are different than those sort of early morning 40s that you get in uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Los Angeles. Yeah, I was like, oh, I'm fine. I didn't pack a winter coat. I don't even really properly have a winter coat anymore. Uh, yeah, did some roaming around last night in the in the 20 degrees and stuff. Got on a city bike. And by the time I got to my hotel, I was like, oh, I'm going to lose all of my fingers. This is yeah, like, yeah, yeah. this is how it's going to happen. I'm going to get yeah. frostbite. So I have to go and get myself a fucking puffer. How are you surviving your holiday season? Surviving pretty good, pretty good. I, uh, you know, haven't we? We did some traveling for uh, 
Thanksgiving. Right. Otherwise, going to do some traveling, uh, see my parents in Florida later because they are they don't live there. We're just meeting there because you okay. know it's yeah. the it's magnet that attracts all Jews. After it's a certain to, age, you just got to get to, and you have to say it like Florida. Yeah, Florida. You got down to Florida. <laughs> wow. Well, enjoy, uh, listener. Those are our players. You've met them. It is now time to see who has the better grasp of what it's all about this holiday season. This is, of course, the Troubled Waters Holiday Spectacular. So players, if you're ready, you will each be given a chance to tell me what you think is the most delicious holiday treat, whether it's a candy, uh, a side dish, a cocktail, a um, delicious little tiny candy cane that somebody threw at you from a, from a Santa throne. It's not what it's called, but you know what I mean. Um, so, uh, Caroline, we'll start with you. Wow. Beautiful. Um, I, my favorite thing I have for the first time this year, it's mm-hmm. my favorite, I think, and the most dangerous oh. is, um, hot buttered rum. Oh, shit. Have I you ever had that. it? No. Well, let me tell you something. Also, I, I'm lactose intolerant, so I'm really <laughs> kind of playing with, um, fire, like fiery Quick bowels with, with this uh, one, but, gastro um, fire. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not good. It's like, it's literally like butter that the, it's melted with sugar. And then you add a little hot water, rum, and then heavy cream. Wow. <laughs> and I had one and I was like, this is the best thing I've ever had in my life. Mm-hmm. I have to keep having this for as long as I'm alive. Mm-hmm. And then I had a second one, oh. and that's kind of when the trouble started. So you sure. can kind of use your imagination, but um, it, I was out pretty early that night. But it's still my favorite. Okay. I have always been curious. I've always been curious. I don't like rum, but I feel like this might be (laughs) the the perfect venue for a decent rum. Okay. And it's it's 90% butter, so you're not even really tasting that rum. Great. You could actually, I bet, and uh, maybe a little bit missed the boat here, but they could kind of go in like a bulletproof coffee direction with it. Mm. They could go, like they could activate the, the CrossFit community. That's a really good idea. Right? I'll talk to the I'll talk to the CrossFit community out talk, here, see okay. what they think. Yeah, I'll talk yeah. to Big I'll, Rum, I'll and we'll we'll yeah, make yeah. it work. We'll make it work. Perfect. Perfect. I think, yeah. Whenever I've talked to a CrossFit person, my mm-hmm. first thought is, uh, if only this person was drunk, this conversation yes. would be going so much better. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like drunk on something sugary. Yeah. A real burst of conversational energy from a CrossFit person. That's really what yes. we all want this Christmas. Uh, Andrew, what you got for a holiday treat? So I'm uh, continuing to play in the stereotypes, but let me tell you, after a long, hard day of controlling the media, there is nothing better than Hanukkah latka. It is latka. delicious. I'm going to say it is uh, one of the few holiday foods that is fried, which is, uh, you know, one of the best ways for foods to be. Yeah. Uh, it's got potatoes, potatoes, which are so good that I think people don't believe you when they find out that they're like a new world crop. They're like, no, no. There were people who lived in Europe and everything for hundreds of years, Asia, the whole rest of the world without potatoes. How'd they do that? Impossible. Yeah. No one yeah. can imagine it. Yeah. Probably potatoes. they weren't living well. No, they weren't. And it's, to be honest with you, it's a very, um, it's, it's got like elements of a, a, a McDonald's hash brown. Mm, almost. Yeah. Yes. You know what I mean? It's, it's that kind of uh, potatoey texture, but with I mean, a, I, a I cultural agree. Uh, element I, to it. The, the yeah, McDonald's I would just say uh, McDonald's hash browns probably have elements of it. Okay, maybe that's wow. true. Maybe that's true. Yeah, maybe if, that's I was, true. if I was just mm-hmm. going to b- b- lodge a slight complaint, but otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, right. 100% on board. Well, Andrew is repping for latkes and Caroline. 
for hot buttered rum. You can just say rum as your buzzing word. How about a rum? It's, just, <laughs> it's a lot of syllables. I don't want to. I don't want to yeah. tire you out. Thank you. Unnecessarily, we got to keep our energy because we've got family shit ahead. All right. Uh, okay. Latka versus rum. Keep those buzzing words at the ready. You will need them as we move forward. Let us begin our show. Okay. You don't need to buzz in yet. I, I see you practicing buzzing in, Andrew. You can just. Yeah, it, okay. There you go. There you go. All right, we're going to start the show with a round we call Celebrity Stockings. At Christmas time, we spend so much time thinking about the needy, the destitute. We sometimes forget to spare a thought for the rich and famous. So to balance mm. that out, uh, here is a round all about celebrities' Yuletide wishes. So we have intercepted their letters to Santa, okay? We got, we got into their DMs, don't ask how. Uh, we are going to read you a series of poems which will give clues to a famous individual— and the gift that they are hoping for on Christmas morning. And wouldn't you know, by a strange holiday coincidence, each celebrity wants a gift that rhymes with their own name. So, for for instance, um, the answer to one that we haven't written a setup for would be tabletop games for LeBron James. Do you get it? So it's <laughs> yeah. a gift, and then the celebrity that it rhymes with. Okay, keep your buzzing words ready as we move into our first round. Here we go. On Christmas Eve, you won't hear a peep from the artist behind Rolling in the Deep. She's bringing so good that Santa will bring a metal thing which goes ting-a-ling-a-ling. Uh, uh, Latka. B- b- oh, Latka got in there. Adele? Let's say it. Adele like wants a bell. Sure, a bell for Adele. Yeah, a we'll take it either Adele. way. We'll take it either way. We'll take it either I like the way you went with that. Okay, a bell for Adele. Andrew's on the board. Okay, she knows how to rap. She featured on WAP and had a big hit with the single Thought Shit. But what does she want to be rocking inside of her Christmas stocking? To be even more hip, she wants an old-fashioned ship. Uh, Latka. Yes. Uh, (laughs) Megan the Stallion wants a galleon. Yes! A galleon for Megan the Stallion. I read that and I was like, no one's going to get it. But guess what? Andrew Tavenwell. Andrew Tavenwell, that's who. Okay, here we go. Here we go. The story I'm about to tell is about a man from SNL. To a famous ogre, he gave a voice, but what will be his Christmas choice? Well, his bicycle, he feels, could do with brand new rubber wheels. Yes. Tires for Mike Myers. It's a two-word rhyme. So, so it's, yes. Rum. Bike tire for, oh, sorry. Oh, you know what? Yeah, get in there and steal, Caroline. That's the spirit. Is does it count as stealing when I just repeat the exact correct answer that uh, Andrew had already said? <laughs> no, 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 no. But you did buzz in first. Let's hear it. Well, bike tires for Mike Myers, and that Blammo. I came up with one hundred percent on my own. There it is. I, there it is. Thank you, Andrew. Andrew. No, they would have. They would have absolutely smashed me in the head for doing that on Jeopardy. So you. Yeah, you would have gotten yeah. straight up killed for that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. They would have my murdered Bialik my body. Would, yeah, no, she's not She's not yeah, going to no. for that. Uh, my yeah. mom doesn't like the way she says no. Yeah, we watched Jeopardy when I was home over Thanksgiving, and, yeah. and she's like, the way she, the, the, she says no when they get it wrong, I don't like it. Uh, how does she say mom. it? It's, I mean, kind of the way that, like, any, any like, game show host would say it, but it's a woman, <laughs> so, like, just <laughs> internalized sexism is like, I don't it's snippy. I don't like it. That's That's um, awesome. Yeah. Um, okay, you might know him by the name of Dwayne, but we'll be using his wrestling name. He's been in films like Jungle Cruise, but he wants something inside one of his shoes. A bit of clothing would be so sweet for warming up both of his feet. Latka. Rum. Yes? Oh, uh, Latka. 
Okay. Uh, sock for the rock. A sock for the rock. A sock for the rock. Okay. But Not all two words. No. Okay. I was like psyching myself although, out. I was like, although okay. a sock for the rock actually does rhyme both ways. I feel uh, bad that he has to be asking Santa for that. He can't just go out and buy a sock. He's not doing mm-hmm. that good, huh? They just don't design them in that size. Yeah, no. Yeah, that's exactly that. You're right. You're right. It. This woman sure knows how to sing, but what does she wish for Santa to bring? Her albums include Midnights and Red, but on Christmas Eve tucked up in bed. The present that would make things right is the gift of working really late at night. Yes, she would most like to be hired for a low-paid job carried out while tired. Caroline? Rom? Mm -hmm. Um, Taylor Swift night shift? Close enough. Graveyard shift for Taylor Swift. Graveyard shift for Taylor Swift. For Taylor Swift. That's good. It is good. Uh, Okay, this well-loved actor is tucked up in bed. Dreams of sleigh bells in his head. He was in Big and Elvis too. Toy Story and That Thing You Do. He's always nice. He's seldom rude. And all he wants is gratitude. Uh, Latka. Yes. Uh, A thanks for Tom Hanks. Thanks for Tom Hanks. That's all he wants. Mm. Just acknowledge him. That's all he wants. That's all he wants. Poor Tom. Poor Tom. Did you see Elvis? I I looked at Elvis on a plane and I was like, this is not for me. That's oh, it's. I looked at it for three hours on a plane. I had the wow. I had a similar experience the whole time. I was like, I gotta shut this damn thing off, and it, yeah. and then it was the end of the film. Can't do it. I saw it in theaters. Mm. Oh, it was great. yeah. I love Tom I? Hanks as like a Danish flesh golem. What on that earth was, uh, was he doing? In, like, I couldn't believe the El- Elvis Presley. Elvis, El- uh, you know, I made the Elvis. But it, the <laughs> kind of beautiful. Was all- over the freaking place, but it was, yeah. know, it was very sparkly. It was very buzz. Yeah. All right, let's move on. This jerk bought Twitter. He just wants to be loved. But what does he want in his stocking? Shoved. It's big and hard, and it comes from a beast with a nose you would describe as long, at least. Latka. Wait. Let me finish, but I'm going to call on Andrew first. The animal is large, but moves with grace, and this guy wants a thing off its face. Andrew? Yes, that is a uh, rhino tusk. <laughs> Elon Musk. We we said elephant, but I will take Rhino because he's oh. that much worse. He's that much worse. He wants he something yeah. even more endangered. Asshole. All right. For I'm this little green guy, I think he's a bad guy. I don't like him one bit. Then we were recording this, I guess, the day after he got on stage with Dave Chappelle and whatever. Like, what is what's going on? Like, guys, guys, just men in general, stop. Ev- just stop everything you're doing. Stop everything you're doing. Go yeah. away for a week. Take a breath. Have a, take a pause. A, take a pause. Have a glass mm-hmm. of Prosecco and just breathe mm-hmm. for a moment. Men, you are weird. Mm. It's freaking me out. All right. For this little green guy, this is this is a man who is not toxic. For this little green guy, <laughs> we raise a toast to the very best amphibian host. On Christmas Day, his personal mission is to get a piece of paper which grants him permission. A rum? Yeah. A learner's permit for Kermit? Close enough. Close permit enough. We filled with the goddamn holiday spirit. I'm giving it to you. It was just a permit for Kermit. Damn. That's permit beautiful. For Kermit. Some people say permit. And that's real weird. Permit. A permit. Yeah, for I'm surprised I don't. I feel like I say 50% of words wrong. So maybe I'll start throwing that into the mix. Interesting. Interesting. Permit. permit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You don't say industry, do you? That's just one <laughs> no, terrible person. No, but that's another one I'm going to add. 
Yeah. Excuse me, I have to go to get a permit for my industry. For my industry. That's <laughs> mm-hmm. like the former president whose name I don't want to say on this show, like always mm-hmm. said it that way, industry. And it's like, I've literally never. Industry. industry. Like, did, were your teachers just like so fed up with you that they didn't teach you anything and they just like left the room? I think that might be Probably. true. Anyway, anyway, uh, fuck him. Um, this guy is a billionaire, one that still has a full head of hair. Computers is where he made his cash, but what he wants now seems rather rash. You won't believe what he wants to be given. Only the country that we all live in. Uh, Latka. Latka. Uh, the United States for Bill Gates. United States for Bill Gates. And that wraps up. Someone read my blog. Our rhyming ass holiday rounds. Great work. Andrew's in the lead with six. Caroline's just behind with three, but we're moving straight on into the next one. We're going to shake it off. It's now time for a round we're calling Claus versus Claus. It's all about Santa Claus on screen. He has been played by a range of actors over the years. From Tim Allen to David Harbour, it's become kind of a character actor's James Bond. So we're going to pit those Santas against one another. Claws out, if you will. Buzzins at the ready. Okay, first up, these will all be multiple choice. One actor played Father Christmas in Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer the movie and Futurama, and The Year Without a Santa Claus, and It's a SpongeBob Christmas. Was it A, John Goodman, B, Anthony Hopkins, C, Dick Van Dyke, or D, Kevin James? Latka. Yes? Uh, I'm going to say it's John Goodman. You are absolutely correct. It is John Goodman. Yes. He, um, he has also played me. There, there was an MTV sketch on, on Saturday Night Live in like huh. the year 2000, and he played me. Welcome back to Wanna Be a VJ3, and we're having a hell of a good time. I'm Carson Daly, and I'm a massive tool. <laughs> we're down to the last two contestants in this year's Wanna Be a VJ contest. It's pretty exciting, isn't it, Dave? Sure is. <laughs> we did have thousands of freaks and losers and ended up with these two. And let me tell you, they really are the cream of the crap. <laughs> I oh just God. sort of assumed that if someone was going to play you on Saturday Night Live, they would like call you and tell you. They don't. They don't. <laughs> Everyone else does. Everybody else does right away, but they don't. Now it's weird. Oh my God. Perhaps the greatest moment of my life. Santa could not possibly do any better. Uh, okay. Uh, number two. Which of these actors was the oldest when he pro- first played Santa is the question. Was it A, Kurt Russell in 2018's The Christmas Chronicles? Was it B, Richard Attenborough in 1994's Miracle on 34th Street? Or C, was it Alec Baldwin in 2012's Rise of the Guardians? Rum. Mm-hmm, rum. 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 Um, I'm going to say a um, Kurt Russell. Incorrect. Andrew DeSteel. Damn. Latka. Yep. Damn. I'm going to say Richard Attenborough Richard in Attenborough. 1994's. Yes. Good call. Never been young a day in his life, Andrew. Uh, he was 71 when he played Santa in Miracle on 34th Street. Damn. Kurt Russell was 67 in The Christmas Chronicles. Alec Baldwin was a spry 54 in Rise of the Guardians. Uh, oh. uh, point for you, Andrew. Okay, number three. Which of these actors, which of these three actors has played Santa Claus on screen the most times? A, Leslie Nielsen. B, Brian Cranston. Or C, Fred Astaire. Latka. Andrew. Uh, Leslie Nielsen. Leslie Nielsen is correct. What a Christmas ringer you are. Uh, He did it twice. First in All I Want for Christmas in 1991, and then in Santa Who sometime in the 2000s, whenever that happened. The other two only did it once (laughs) apiece. Brian Cranston was in the Santa Claus Brothers in 2001, 
and Fred Astaire was in The Man in the Santa Claus Suit in 1979. All right, number four. Which of these three Santas has had the longest career playing Santa? That is the most number of years, the highest number of years passed between the first Santa and the last Santa so far. Uh, Okay, is it A, Mickey Rooney, B, Tim Allen, or C, Ed Asner? Latka. I'm going to say B, Tim Allen. Carolina Steele. Oh, brother. Well, I'm so glad I get to answer this because I'm 100% confident in the answer. And Mm -hmm. I'm going to guess A. Mickey Rooney? Mickey Rooney. Mickey Rooney. Guess what? You're absolutely right. He first played Santa Claus in Santa Claus is Coming to Town in 1970 and last played him in 2008's A Miser Brothers Christmas. That is a 38-year Santa spread. Tim Allen is second with the Santa Claus franchise (laughs) so far, spread over 28 years. He could take him yet. You just never know. And Ed Asner is the last playing Santa for 18 years. From the story of Santa Claus in 1996 to Elf Buddies Musical, Elf's Buddies Musical Christmas or Elf Colon, buddies, me. I don't really know, but it was in 2014. Okay, so yes, point to you. Uh, number five, which of these four Santa Clauses was the inaugural winner of People's Sexiest Man Alive title in 1985? Was it A, Tom Hanks from the Polar Express? Was it B, Santa Bear's high-flying adventures, John Malkovich? C, Mel Gibson from the beloved movie Fat Man? Or D, from the Christmas Chronicles, Kurt Russell? Rom. Hmm, Andrew. Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson is absolutely correct. He was the first ever Sexiest Man Alive in 1985. Wow. Uh, and he is... I only know that from the Simpsons joke. Mm, what's the Simpsons joke? Uh, I think, I believe it's one with Mel Gibson where um, Homer says, why do you like that Mel Gibson so much? Why aren't you like someone like me or Lenny? She goes, were you People Magazine's Sexiest Man of the Year? And he goes, I don't know about Lenny, but. <laughs> hey, that comes in handy for, so for trivia. So good. Yeah. So good. Uh, number six. Uh, okay, who first played Santa in 2011 in the British animation studio Ardman? You know, like the, uh, they do uh, Wallace and Gromit and whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the Ardman film Arthur Christmas and last played him, uh, at least from today's perspective, in the 2020 UK Christmas ad for the supermarket Aldi in the UK. you got to be a little bit of an Anglophile for this one. Was it A, Bruce Campbell? Was it B, distinguished British actor Jim Broadbent? Or was it C, James Earl Jones? Rum. Yes? <laughs> hey, here's another one I got 100% confidence in. I'm going to go for uh, B, the one that you said was a distinguished British actor. That's exactly how I said it. And Ooh. yes, you somehow caught... My, uh, my my little my little hidden message. I can pick up on these subtle signs. These subtle signs. Yeah. yeah, it's the subtext really that you got to look for. Jim Broadbent is absolutely correct. At the end of that round, Andrew's got ten. Caroline's got five. Everybody's got a little something in their stocking. But who yeah. will get the most? That's all we really care about. And we'll find out after we take a break. After this. I'm Jordan Cruciola, the host of Feeling Seen, where we talk about the movie characters that make us feel seen. And I'm the show's producer, Marissa. Jordan, you've interviewed so many directors, actors, writers, film critics, and I like to play this little game where I take a sip of coffee every time someone says, that's such a great question. That's such a fabulous question. Or they tell you how smart you are. I think that you are rather brilliant. And of course, the big one is, 
when, when they, they cry, cry unexpectedly. unexpectedly. Yes, yes. Jordan, I don't want to cry on your podcast. I wasn't expecting to <laughs> cry. I mean, it makes me kind of want to cry. <sighs> Feeling Seen comes out every Thursday on MaximumFun.org. Listen already. What are you waiting for? Jordan, that's such a great question. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to Troubled Waters. We have taken a break. I am your host, Dave Holmes. With us are Caroline Cotter and Andrew Taven. Our next round is called Then, Now, and Then. This year's holiday season gives us a double dose of Dickens. We've got a brand new Christmas Carol retelling, Spirited, on Apple TV. I can never see that story play out enough times. And the recent re-edition of a once-cut musical number from the objectively best Christmas Carol, The Muppets Christmas Carol, on Disney+. So... We thought we would take you on your own spiritual journey through Christmas with a very simple game. We're going to play you a series of song clips. You buzz in to tell us whether they are clips about past, present, or future. Just like the the ghosts in the story. It's that simple. Listen to the song a little bit and tell me whether it's about the past, the present, or the future. (laughs) Uh, And if you can name the song and the artist, I will give you some extra points for that. Uh, And if it doesn't make sense... Then, um, you know, after midnight, uh, the, the spooky ghost with chains will come and explain it to you. But I don't think it'll come to that. Okay, number one, past, present, or future. Let's hear it. I was Latka. Oh, oh, yes, Andrew. That's, uh, I believe, Fairy Tale of New York, mm-hmm. which is about... Uh, the past, mm-hmm. telling a story in the past mm-hmm. by the Pogues. That's correct. Um, yeah, wow. I almost didn't want to buzz in because it's such a lovely tune. But. It is such a it's such a nice tune, wow. except that they use the yeah. the the, the slur F, aside the yeah. other <laughs> f word slur aside like a lot. Like How a terrible real would be if someone's lot. like like a real real lot. Um, actually, yeah. just the ones, but you hear it a real. Okay. It'd be yeah. terrible if someone was like, look, I love Fairy Tale of New York. Not really the music, yeah. just the fact. Yeah, it's just the fact that I can yell the F word in a bar. It's my favorite part. At yeah. last. Uh, okay. Number two, let's hear the song. Rum. Latka. Whoa. Rum. Just by a nose. Oh, brother. Here's the thing. I think that's about the present. Um, mm-hmm. But now I've. Mm-hmm. it's the bangles, maybe? No. No. It's, it's not. The, it's like, no. I know. I know. Merry Christmas and whatever. Well, we all know Merry Christmas. That's yeah. <sighs> I mean, not, Christ- not like an accomplishment. Knowing but for Christmas. me, it is. You don't know my story. You don't know my life. Knowing, knowing no, Merry Christmas is really kind of the best I'm ever going to get. Uh, like take a swing at the the artist or the. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, you do get a point, and that's not nothing. Okay, look, see, this is kind of big for me getting one point, so I'm just gonna enjoy that. It's not like, mm-hmm. um, oh my god, I have it on the tip of my brain, but mm-hmm. um, I I can't think of the name. Oh, wow, that almost rhymes. The, the, there you go. Which is also <laughs> lovely. It was uh, that was Christmas wrapping. Yeah. By the waitresses. Yes, yes, yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. The uh, the uh, the God. I, I that uh, truly almost no song uh, gets me in the holiday spirit more quickly and effectively and consistently. I've never gotten sick of it through the years. Uh, that the pretenders have yourself a merry little Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, that might be it. That actually might be 
Those are the only songs. Okay. Number three. We watch the children play beside the Christmas tree. The presents are Latka. Can I just say that from context, it sounds like past, even though I don't know the song. Incorrect. And you don't know the song. Oh, Do you want to okay. take a guess at the artist or the title? Oh, it almost voice, sounds like me. a, I'm going to embarrass myself. It is a distinctive voice. I know it's going to be, but it's, it almost sounds like it's, um, God, not the Decemberists. Um, although that would be appropriate. Mm-hmm. They must have done a Christmas song yeah, at some point. That seems like it'd be right up their alley. Oh my God. Yeah. And, and like an old finery that's a little bit dusty in the video. I yeah. already see it and I'm already annoyed at it. Uh, okay. Five, four, three, two, one. It was uh, Christmas Time by Smashing Pumpkins, which is about the present. Mm. It's about the present. It's about the Christmas we are living right now. Okay, uh, number four. Don't care what the neighbors say, Christmas time is near. Uh, mm-hmm, Andrew? This is, well, I'm now realizing that, I, so I had thought this was an original uh, SNL composition, and now mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, wait. <laughs> That might have been a silly thing to think, mm. uh, but this is um, the present. It's Christmas time is here. Sung by uh, whom? I'm going to feel really stupid because I I wanted to say like Jimmy Fallon, but now I'm like, no, that's not true. Mm. That's just the bit they did. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I'm I feel really silly. I'm going to say it anyway. Okay. But I don't, and it's Christmas time is here. Nope. Uh, nope. Yep. Nope. Uh, nope, that was, uh, the song is called I Wish It Was Christmas Today. It was an original Saturday Night Live thing, but that was the version by Julian Casablancas of, uh, of the Strokes. And it's about the future, because I wish it was Christmas today. It's not Christmas today. It's going to be Christmas wow, in the future. Christmas. I wish it was today. I wish it okay. was. See? Okay. Though they say, I don't care what, oh, they're talking about it's a time. Mm, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah, The, the, the holiday's did. still going to be, yes, by your own SNL petard. Uh, okay. Let me tell you, Mayim Bialik would have garroted me. Oh my God, she, the, the no would have been withering. Okay. Uh, number five, let's hear it. Uh, uh, but Brum. Oh, yes. This is, um, wow. Damn, I, <laughs> why do I do this? I really think it's the present. And is this the Ronettes? Baby, please come home, Christmas. I know. Yes, yes, it is. Three points to you. Well done. See now, this is my favorite Christmas album, which is actually very, I think, problematic now in like the present day. Um, yeah. I mean, he definitely shot somebody for sure. Oh, absolutely. Listen, if we stop listening to music from people who shot people, what are we going to listen to? Silence. Silence. And who needs that? Especially at Christmas. You need the distraction. I love the uh, uh, Christmas gift to you, Phil Spector Christmas album. It holds up. It doesn't matter his behavior. We must separate the art from the artist. Let's move on to number eight. Rom. Mm-hmm. We'll pass this part of mm-hmm. the song. Mm-hmm. It's last Christmas. Mm-hmm. And now this is a strange man singing this. This is a strange group of men singing this song. I'll say. Sounds like a boy band or mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Can I, I know Wham, Wham was no. the oh, original one, right? Or whatever, oh, okay. but this is like a cover. 
It's a cover. Um, I'll say um, NSYNC. Wow, so close. It was Backstreet so, Boys. Backstreet Boys, Backstreet damn. Backstreet the vocalists, Boys. The vocalists of the two, I should have known. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was Last Christmas, which is about the past. We did not play the Wham! version because we don't want to get you whammy-boodled or whatever it is. Okay, number next one. Rum, rum. Oh, yes, Carolyn. This is also Last Christmas. This is Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's saying this year, so I'm going to go ahead and say this is a present. Oh, that's... Or the very, future. No, you know what? That's actually very clever. It's actually very clever. And I'm going to give you a point for it. And you said who it was? Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. How about this? You're in the lead, Caroline. That's Absolutely scary. slaying this category. Uh, okay, next one. Rum. Yes. Is this also last Christmas? It is also last Christmas. The present. Maybe. Sure. Yes. Yeah. The present. That is this the present? This. I don't know if, if you this get is this. Right. This We're, sounds like Leslie Odom Jr. Caroline, how how did how did you know? How did you know? <laughs> Are you a last Christmasologist? I think that's my new damn title. I guess it has to be. I'm going to quit my career and just go into these studies, I think. Go on to Les like Christmasology. It's a very, in this day and age, it's you. a very lucrative field. Yes, that was and Leslie I, Odom Jr. Wow. wow. Yeah, Last Christmas is past, present, and future. Uh, let's go to the last one, which is... Rum, mm -hmm. future, just because I think that's wrong, but I haven't guessed it in a while. It's a theme song to Flash Gordon, and it's about the past, present, and the future. It's about everything. It's a timeless holiday melody. Well done. With that, Caroline <laughs> leaps ahead with 18 points. Andrew has 13. Oh, we've got a game, kids. And we'll be right back with more of this game, Troubled Waters, right after this break. Hal Lublin here with breaking news on a revolutionary form of entertainment, professional wrestling. For more, we go to our correspondent, Danielle Radford. Professional wrestling is the craze that's sweeping the nation, featuring fisticuffs and colorful costumes. But who can help us make sense of this world of body slams? Lindsay Kelk has the answer. Sources tell us of an amazing podcast called Tights and Fights, filled with discussions of the absurdity of professional wrestling, plus all the sincerity and hilarity that you could shake a stick at. Listen to the Tights and Fights podcast every week. Find it on Maximum Fun or wherever you get your podcasts. And your old-timey radio. Welcome back to Troubled Waters. I am your host, Dave Holmes. With us are Caroline Cotter and Andrew Taven. It is now time for a game that we are calling, oh, you really shouldn't have. This is the game where we celebrate the best performance of the year. That one that is acted by every grandchild or niece or nephew or nibbling who has been given a, just an absolutely terrible gift by a well-meaning but absolutely clueless elderly relative whose feelings they are not allowed to hurt. So for this game, I'm going to give you a gift. 
you will unwrap it, and I need you to act like you could not be more excited. I want you to tell me about how much it means to you, how thrilled you are to have it. I want you to do everything you can to convince me that it's the best gift you have ever been given in your life. All right, you'll have uh, a couple of pieces. Um, Andrew Taven, because you have fallen behind, it is your turn. Uh, the gift that you have been given is a hot dog bun toaster. So there this is, is incredible. Do you, do you like it? Do you like it? Yeah, I look at this and I'm like, all right. So I think I've told you so many times. I'm holding my hot dog and I'm like, yeah, the, the dog, hot, oh. hot as can be. <laughs> oh. But Ow. oh my gosh, the 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 bun, it's freezing my See, fingers. It's too I cold. thought so. I thought That's so. That's right. I can't stand it. And now I'm looking at it. And I go, well, finally, the temperature of the bun will be. Not only tolerable, but pleasant to my fingers. It and will I, match. It will match, yes. Andrew. It will match. It won't, it, I won't have that horrible inconsistency in my mouth. And I think, honestly, it would mess up my whole system for a week when I would have the cold bun and the hot dog. And also, now they're both. I think it's a versatile item. What else can you do with a hot dog toaster? A Obviously, bun. look, first off, you get cold socks. You stick those in there. You roll them up. You stick them in. You warm them <gasps> so up. Clever. So Toasty clever. So clever. Um, that's one thing you can do. You can also use sausage buns, right? Not just hot dog buns. I'd say any cylindrical cased meat that comes in a bun, oh. you can put that bun in the toaster. Oh, and that's such what's a, really amazing. Such a grateful boy. Three points to you, Andrew. Thank you so much. You made me feel good about my choices. Uh, okay, Caroline. Uh, your gift, and this is a real gift that someone shared, that one of our listeners shared when we asked for suggestions of uh, in ridiculous Christmas gifts, a statue of Jesus that doubles as a magic eight ball. It's just for you. You've just opened it. Tell me how much you like. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my, did you get this specially made? Yes. This is like my two biggest interests in one. You know, I just converted to Catholicism. Oh, and so smart. I, what great timing. Oh my God, it's so good. I love the church and I love Jesus. He's such a cool guy. I'll tell yes. you about him after this. Okay, um, please. But, and this eight ball is, you know, I just won all that money at the poker bar. Oh, I love where they you. Also you have to go pool, to the poker they bar when you're home. Yes, Do you see your friends at the pool. poker bar? Do you ever talk yes. to old Mike from high school? Yes, he is the one who converted me actually. So this is like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Thank ask you. it a question, ask it a question. Okay, um, what is uh, my mother's greatest sin? Oh. Um, it said really... yes. I, it just okay. said yes. Oh. So if there's they, something they do, you want to... Magic 8-Balls do tend to kind of work more in a yes or no format. But, so, yeah, but I, that's I so nice. It's so yes nice. No. You no, can learn. Perfect. You can learn now. You. you can learn. Okay, thank, well, that was, that was terrific. That was, that, I felt it. I felt the gratitude. Mm-hmm. Two points to you. Uh, okay, another round for each of you. Okay, let's see. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. What do we got? What do we got? Oh, my God, we have a bunch. Um, okay, Andrew, your gift is a pride flag, but it's for an orientation that is not yours. There it is. Open oh. it. This is incredible. You know how I am uh, one of the biggest allies around, right? Oh, I mean, clearly I you're know. aware. Yeah, so what I, I'm obviously going to do is I'm going to take this everywhere I go. I want people to know that, you know, oh, this, this is great. This, I say to people, you know, I'll go up to them. They'll be like, oh, are you? I'll be like, not me. I'm just, I just support it. Look, oh. I'm cheering on from the, the sidelines. That's what I like to do. I'm not out there in the game. 
I'm there. I'm painting my, you know, stomach in these colors. Mm, I'm painting my face. Like I'm gang. holding up the flag now. I'm like, go, mm. go. I will this. tell you. I will tell you. As a gay man, my favorite thing is when straight people come up with a gay pride flag and point at it and go, "This is great." That <laughs> yeah, makes me feel that, good. Just, it makes me feel <laughs> good. It makes I, me feel so, relaxed. <laughs> That's the thing. I know. I know that uh, you love that. So now that you've given me the opportunity to do this, oh, it's amazing that, I, you know, I yay. get to do and I get to do. I uh, I can put it, you know, out the side of the car. Okay. I can pretend that I'm like, you know. All right. It's getting weird now. Four points to okay. you <laughs> for that gratitude for a, for a pride flag, which, listen, everyone should have one. Okay. Uh, one last gift for you. And this is one that our, that our writer Riley Silverman actually received. Socks with pockets. <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna cry. I like never cry when I get gifts, but I'm gonna. This is gonna make me cry. Um, oh. This is amazing. You know, on my right foot, actually on both feet, I have those two little growths. Yes. Um, and when they hang down off my leg, it aches and it gets sore. Oh. And just having pockets to put them in and kind of cradle those two little ankle balls I have is going to be really... Oh, your ankle balls. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, you got to keep them tight, those ankle balls. Yes, they right because right now they are loose and dragging on the floor. And one time it got caught in a door when I closed it. Oh! And that was extremely painful. Oh, yes, I hate imagine. it. I know. Oh, I so now this is, per- this is the perfect solution. Thank you. Oh. They fit. They can snugly kind of fit in there. My little ankle nuts. Oh, your little ankle nuts. Wow, yes. one point, one point, just only because I really don't <laughs> like to picture it. I really don't like to picture it at all. But with that one point, Caroline, you are our winner. Congratulations by one point, 21 Whoa. to 20. Woo, a holiday barn burner. Honestly, if you if it had been a tie, you would have gotten the edge for dressing like a candy cane. Uh, okay, so, much. so it is now time for our plugs. Uh, let us know what you're working on. And then to offset the ego karma, tell us something someone else made that you want the world to know about. Caroline, we'll start with you. Um. Okay. So look, I've got to talk about myself. I, um, you know, aside from dressing like a candy cane, that's probably the biggest thing so far for me. Mm-hmm. I do have a podcast, Stinkers, where people come on and talk about the worst ideas they've ever had. Mm-hmm. Um, something I like to plug is, let's see, my friend, Alyssa Lim Parrish, she's a great comedian, so funny. super funny. She has a um, special on Peacock called No Bad Days, which everyone should watch or else I'll know and I'll get mad. Yeah, you don't. I don't want that. I don't, I don't want to play with fire that way. Thank mm-hmm. you, Caroline. Andrew, how about you? Uh, well, if uh, anyone listening likes game shows, uh, game That's shows. So Taven at uh, QED Astoria, I believe this Sunday, if you're listening to this early on, uh, December 18th, QED Astoria. It's got game shows, stand-up, uh, walking tour of New Orleans, and, of course, the candy bucket. So come out to that. Of course, the candy um, bucket. You got to come. For, I mean, if nothing else, come for the candy bucket. Um, I've also got uh, Sound Snacks, which is an audio sketch show I did with Casey Turgeson over Fine. the pandemic. Uh, that's got voices from people like uh, Griffin Newman, Jenny Jaffe, Alex Edelman on it. And uh, that's at soundcloud.com uh-huh. backslash. You got, uh, Florida, you got Florida stuck in your, in your head. Florida. You're talking like that. Soundcloud.com mm-hmm. backslash sound snacks, but with a Z instead of the ending S. Oh. Sound snacks. CKZ. Um, Great. Yeah. And also check out my house rewatch podcast, House of House, which I co-host with Lenny Burnham. 
He's also out in L.A., and you can listen to his podcast, Chapter Surfing, uh, where he has people on, and they talk about a book and a TV show, and uh, the, you know, the, the differences or similarities between them. So you should check out his podcast, Chapter Surfing, in addition to all of those three things I packed in really quick for me. <laughs> Fabulous. Thank you. Caroline Cotter, Andrew Taven, thank you so much for playing Troubled Waters. Happy holidays. You there with the headphones, happy holidays to you. Thank you for listening. We love you, and we'll see you next time on Troubled Waters. Goodbye. You've been listening to Troubled Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing with Caroline Cotter. Make a noise. Ah. Andrew Taven. <laughs> beep, beep. Our theme music is USA versus White Noise by Ladytron. Thank you to them for letting us use it. The script was written by Riley Silverman and John Luke Roberts, and our producers are Christian Duenas and Morris Swisher. And we wish you holiday cheer. Bye. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.